feed me. Feed me now. Are you hungry? It's time. Hello there, I'm Courtney Ray. I'm Justin Cooper. And we're going on a trip on this week's feature of The Feed. And not the kind you go on it in a, in a car or in a plane. I'm talking more of a time machine. But time machines aren't real. This is radio. We can do anything. If you say so. Where are we traveling to? Well, the 50s. But I thought we could make a few stops along the way. Next Tuesday, NR92 is turning back the clock to the 50s. Well, we'll be playing the 50s music all day long, along with some talk about what made the 50s so great. Let's start making our way back in time, um, but first we won't go very far. Let's recap this past decade. I still can't believe we're eight years in. So, Rob, what's made this decade memorable so far? So, So you want to know what happened, eh? Well... Prepare for overload there, my friends. Ah, 2010 to now. The common decade. The tens, if you will. So much has happened in the years, it's not even original anymore. Because of the occurrences, I can't focus on anything else other than the nostalgia and mishaps that we've experienced. Let's start with the film scene. Oh, uh, buckle up. We're going all over in less than three minutes. Disney purchased Star Wars, and with that comes a new age of Star Wars films. From The Force Awakens, to Rogue One, all the way to The Last Jedi, and even some other side stories, all of which are in development by Disney. This new line of an era started all in 2015, and it's not showing any signs of slowing down anytime soon. It's tricky, and uh, but I have beautiful friends, you know, I've built... I've been so lucky, you know, living here in Toronto and... 2017 was known as the Year of the Dead Celebrity, as Gord Downey, Chester Bennington, Rick Allen, Christopher Lee, and many others, such as David Bowie, all fell. We watched our childhoods go away. May 2nd, 2011 is the day when the mastermind behind 9-11, Osama Bin Laden, is killed by American Special Forces. In 2010, the tallest man-made structure, Burj Khalifa, is finally completed in the United Arab Emirates. In 2014, an Islamic State group known as ISIS is born and wages war against the world. In 2015, we see that this decade also became the decade of the meme, with famous memes such as... You don't know the way. Yes, do. do you know the way? I know the way. You have to have Ebola to know the way. I have Ebola. It doesn't know the way to know the way. To know the you way need to have to Ebola. This is my... And in 2016, we see that Donald Trump, for the Republicans, becomes president. Kim Jong-un in a rare appearance, unleashing an ominous warning. The whole of the U.S. mainland is within our firing range, and the nuclear button is on my desk. It's not a threat, he said, but a reality. This is real. Fallout 5 might just take place in Canada due to the North Koreans saying grr to America, and their southern neighbors doing the same back at the North Koreans. I'm kind of surprised we made it this far while being so lost as to what's happening right now. We can only look ahead, though. Have fun on your trip there, guys. Wow. Time's been flying by this decade. And the start of a new one will be here before you know it. 
But we're not predicting the future. We're recapping the past on this week on the feed. Let's time travel our way back to the start of the millennium, the Y2K decade. Evan, what's good in the year 2000? Oh, a lot was good in the year 2000. I did the majority of my growing up in the year 2000, and man, was it good to reminisce. The 2000s were a year full of hardship, teen pop, and monumental tech releases. The impact of the 2008 housing crisis, 9-11, and the beginning of the war on terror are things that are still felt to this day. That being said, many technological advancements were made in the 2000s that have made critical stepping stones to the tech we know and love today. Sure, there are things that lived a great life in the early 2000s that pretty much died there, like MSN Messenger and the BlackBerry. But there are things that we would be lost without if it weren't for that decade of progress. We got things such as wireless internet, and it was made not only a luxury, but the standard. Facebook and Twitter joined in and came to fill the void of narcissism we so desperately carried, as well as make it that much clearer when we were missing out on something to make our fear of missing out that much worse. And Apple established itself as a tech mainstay by creating two of the most influential and still current pieces of tech. $300, it holds about a thousand songs and costs about 30 cents a song. And we are introducing a product today that takes us exactly there. And that product is called iPod. The iPod and the iPhone. The iPod made it possible for you to listen to whatever music you wanted, whenever you wanted. That music was either teen pop or pop punk if you were listening in the early 2000s. The decade was dominated by boy bands like the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and when the decade came to a close, people thought they'd finally escaped the boy band pandemonium. But these three Disney hotties came and proved all of us wrong. Yep, that was the Jonas Brothers. The 2000s weren't just about boy bands, though. Pop punk and emo were huge, probably a, one of their biggest points back then. The 2000s wouldn't be the 2000s if it wasn't for the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance showing up. It also wouldn't be the same if they didn't decide to put a pop punk song in almost every live action family movie, especially Cheaper by the Dozen, which has both I'm Just a Kid by Simple Plan and In Too Deep by Sum 41. <laughs> personal favorite of mine with that is in the pacifier with vin diesel they have the anthem by good charlotte which is probably one of the few songs i enjoy by good charlotte and i think that's one of vin diesel's best movies i swear i was just watching these movies yesterday maybe we are getting old so uh should i frost my tips for this next segment uh, Justin, I think that went out in the early 2000s. Yeah, but they were all the rage in the late 90s, and that's where we're going next. Tessa, should Justin frost the tips of his hair, or do you think that should just stay in the past? Guys, I think frosted tips are insane, and so are the 90s. We saw some of our favorite shows and movies, like Friends, Toy Stories, and Spice World. We heard some of our favorite music, like Smashing Pumpkins, Lenny Kravitz, and the Spice Girls. But it wasn't all flannel shirts, choker necklaces, and soy lattes. There were crazy events that still hold a significant place in today's culture. Let's talk about some of the craziest things to come out of that decade. 
1991 saw two huge crime stories. Serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested July 22nd, which was a huge feat for police officers. However, there was a light shed on an ongoing problem in law enforcement. On March 3rd, 1991, Rodney King was pulled over after a police chase in the San Fernando Valley of Los Angeles. King was brutally beat by police officers with batons. A video of the events was recorded, becoming one of the biggest media sensations of all time. Three of the four police officers involved were acquitted of their actions. Within hours, of the acquittals, the infamous L.A. riots began, lasting six days. Bill Clinton ran for the 1992 presidency, eventually winning and kicking it in the Oval Office until 2001. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. 1992 gave us the gift of Britpop, with bands like Pulp and Blur already in rotation, and bands like The Verve and Oasis forming. The first ever Beanie Babies were launched in 1993, including Spot the Dog, Patty the Platypus, and Pinchers the Lobster. We also got some crazy good movies in 1993, like Mrs. Doubtfire, Schindler's List, and Jurassic Park. Devastation struck in 1994 with news that Kurt Cobain, frontman for Nirvana and inspiration to many, had commit suicide. June 12, 1994 marks the beginning of arguably the biggest and most controversial story of the 90s. On that day, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman were found dead outside Nicole's condo in L.A. Five days later, a police chase, including 20 police cars, nine helicopters, and a white Ford Bronco took place. That Bronco held none other than O.J. Simpson, primary person of interest in the case of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman's murder. In 1995, O.J. Simpson was put on trial and found innocent. He would later be arrested and sent to jail for attempted theft. 1995 also introduced the beginning of a couple things that would become huge over time. Online shopping happened with the introduction of eBay, Windows 95 was released, and DVDs were announced. In 1996, the internet took off. It went from 1 million users to 10 million in just one year. Internet Explorer 3.0 was introduced. The world of hip-hop lost a huge inspiration with the murder of Tupac Shakur, and 1997 brought more devastation to the community with the murder of Notorious B.I.G. Radiohead destroyed Britpop in 1997. 1997 also meant The Simpsons would become the longest-running primetime animated series. And Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone would be published in the UK and would only take a year to become an international phenomenon. 1998 was a big year with the introduction of everyone's favorite search engine, Google, getting launched. Apple unveiled the iMac and, well, Viagra got approved by the FDA. 1999 brought us the found footage genre with the Blair Witch Project and saw a lot of people panicking about the end of the world and the end of Beanie Babies as the company announces a bear named The End. It's crazy to think that I was alive for seven years in the 90s and hardly knew about any of this until I became an adult. But it's true, the 90s are currently not only trendy, but have a huge place in shaping the way our culture currently is. Ah, uh, the 90s. The foundation of most of our childhoods. Thanks for bringing us back to the good old days, Tessa. Okay, I forgot I need to make a phone call, like, right now. Can we pause this show for a moment? No, this is live radio. And why does your cell phone look like a brick? Uh, it's a Motorola Dynatac, the best phone on the market in the late 80s. Are we headed to the 80s then? You know it. Get your leg warmers out and let's get warmed up with a Jane Fonda VHS workout video because we've got a lot of ground to cover on this decade. The 80s. You could say it's the decade that made us the society we are today. 
We came to love consumption, glamour, and image. It was the mindset to have freedom, individuality, and know what to do with it. Whoa, this is heavy. Technology was making breakthroughs. IBM PCs and Apple computers, the Nintendo Entertainment System, cell phones, the Walkman, and camcorders were being created and released to the public. And society was just eating it all up. Major blockbuster movies were filmed and shaping society. Hits like Back to the Future, Terminator, The Breakfast Club, and E.T. are even still considered iconic classics to this day. Turn it on! Leave it on! America! See the music you want to see! I want my MTV. 24 hours a day on cable TV. I want my MTV. I want my MTV! MTV is launched in the United States in 1981, the first 24-hour rock music television station, skyrocketing musicians' careers in a way never seen before. Some MTV favorites included Duran Duran, Culture Club, and Cyndi Lauper. It was the time of a new wave. With large musical introductions occurring in the 80s, we also saw the end of a major icon, the assassination of John Lennon on December 8, 1980. Some major society-shaping events also occurred. The Cold War had countries on edge. United States President Ronald Reagan had delivered a powerful speech to the Soviet Union with the iconic line, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. By 1989, the Iron Curtain is shredded, and over the upcoming years, the Soviet Union would see its end as borders opened and free elections ousted communist regimes everywhere. The 80s also saw the height of the AIDS epidemic. At the time, a very misunderstood disease. The first celebrity to die from it was Rock Hudson in 1985. It was also a time where we became educated on it. Ryan White, a high schooler, got it from a blood transfusion and was a major advocate for educating the public on the disease. Something the 80s was great at was bringing people together. In 1985, Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson wrote We Are the World. A benefit single for African famine relief. Some of the most famous artists in the music industry at the time came together for a memorable charity single. Now, what was the 80s for someone who was there? Steven Tyler. It's the bottom line era. It's the, it's, it's time to get hip. George Michael. It's all kinds of things that I never expected it to be. Spike Lee. You might call it the, the awareness generation. Tina Turner. That one is going to be a bit personal because the 80s was my time. Pop culture was everything in the 1980s. And that's why I think it's one of those crazy, radical, awesome, iconic decades. I'm really happy I got to take a deeper look at the 80s because this might have been my favorite era of music. Man, I wish we could just stay here in the 1980s. I don't. Look at those crazy colors and those shoulder pads. Yikes. And I wouldn't be able to procrastinate my schoolwork by watching Netflix. Ain't that the truth. But I think we need to charge this flux capacitor back up so we can make it to the 50s. And now back to the feet on NR92. Well, I think we're ready to keep traveling back in time as we continue on our time, mach- time machine edition of the feed. We'll keep rolling back now to the 70s. A time where everything was totally far out. Connor, bring us in the loop about what made, a- made the 1970s a special time. Well, Courtney, if you asked me a week ago what decade I would time travel to, I would have told you the 70s. But if you ask me that now, I don't think I would say that. And why's that? Oh, you'll see. The 70s were kind of a horrible time that gave us a lot of amazing things. Like Richard Nixon was president, which caused one of the biggest political scandals America has seen. Well, until now, anyway. I am officially running for president of the United States. Women, immigrants, and the gay community were fighting for equal rights. The students of Kent State were shot by their own government for protesting the bombing of Cambodia. 
On top of all of that, America was in a recession as bad as the Great Depression, but somehow through all of this oppression, the arts started to thrive. We got massive movies like The Godfather and Star Wars, shows like All in the Family and SNL started, plus we got the birth of hip-hop and punk. We can't really start talking about the 70s until we talk about the Watergate scandal, since it changed American politics forever. The Watergate scandal began early in the morning of June 17, 1972, when several burglars were arrested in the office of the Democratic National Committee, located in the Watergate complex of the buildings in Washington, D.C. This was no ordinary robbery. The Prowlers were connected to President Richard Nixon's re-election campaign, and they had been caught wiretapping phones and stealing documents. Nixon took aggressive steps to cover up the crime afterwards, and in August 1974, after his role in the conspiracy was revealed, Nixon resigned, resulting in the first presidential election in the country's history. On top of that, he almost destroyed America's economy. Well, I'm not a crook. Well, you kind of are. The poverty and suppression gave way to two underground music scenes that ended up blowing up. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Hip-hop and punk music came towards the end of the 70s, and in a lot of ways, punk and hip-hop are very similar. Both started as underground music originating in poor neighborhoods as a counterculture to the norm. They both gave a voice to a generation that wasn't being heard, but most importantly, they're still around today. Disco was a 70s creation that fit into the mainstream, but it also died in the 70s. The reason hip-hop and punk caused such a cultural revolution was they actually had substance. There was meaning. Disco was all about the dance. And you know what? You get a little older, you get tired, and you don't want to dance anymore. But a meaningful lyric will stick with you for the rest of your life. I can't walk through the park because it's crazy after dark. Keep my hand on my gun because they got me on the run. Groundbreaking shows like All in the Family and SNL hit the airs. Live from New York They told us that it's okay to talk about religion, gay rights, gun control, sexism, race religion, immigration, and everything else. They would speak out and call out the government for what was wrong with them. After 40 years, SNL is still on and still pushing boundaries. All in the Family lasted until 1979, and shows today can't really compare to it. To me, shows today are sort of like the disco of the television world. The 70s is a time where we learned that it's okay to be different and to get weird and to not care what anybody thinks. And as you can tell from the 80s, America really got weird with it. I appreciate everything that the 70s gave us, but I'm sure glad I didn't grow up then. Well, that was kind of funky, Connor. Are we there yet? Uh, Just one more pit stop and we'll be there. Let's get into the 60s groove. It was a time that was truly out of this world. Hey, do you hear that screaming? Uh, no. Ah, uh, my ears must be still ringing from watching clips of the Beatles concert. I'll just let my segment do the talking. The 60s were revolutionary, as every aspect in society changed in some way. From our style of clothing to the music we listen to, our outlook on drug usage, and how we explore sexuality. Never mind the countless scientific and technological discoveries that were made during the space race. One of the biggest cultural influences of the decade is said to be the British invasion, or as most people refer to it, Beatlemania, which is said to have really began when the Beatles appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show in February 1964 in front of a live television audience of 73 million people. People went crazy. They started to dress like them. Young girls started to worship them. They were easily the sex symbols of the decade. Though they weren't the only thing happening musically at the time. All girl groups started to dominate the charts. As well as surf rock started to become a staple of the Southern California lifestyle. And near the end of the decade, artists such as Jimi Hendrix 
started to emerge onto the scene with a radical new approach inspired by psychedelic drugs. Woodstock ended the decade in the summer of 69 with a three-day musical festival billed as three days of music and peace. The 60s weren't all music. There was also the major sexual revolutions and civil rights movements that helped put an end to segregation in schools, public places, and employment opportunities. The decade was really starting to look bright as humanity was starting to work towards goals. To reach the stars, the space race took off and pushed us to work both against each other and together. Scientific discoveries were made, technology was advanced, and to top it all off, the decade ended with what is still one of the greatest moments in human history, man landing on the moon. I'm going to step off the limb. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. There was a lot going on in the 60s. There was some uncertainty, but I think the feats accomplished are key points in history. Definitely, and you can't go wrong with a good Beatles or Stones record. Now are we there yet? Actually, yes. And we're picking up Amber, and then we are there. The 50s. What, did you bring your blue suede shoes, Amber? Oh, Courtney, you know I did. Uh, the 1950s were an interesting and exciting time to live in. Crime was low, children could freely play outside, Elvis was rocking and rolling, and kids were going steady. Uh, here are just a few things about the golden age of the 1950s. The 1950s were the first full decade after the end of World War II, and they are remembered as a prosperous time of recovery from the Great Depression of the 1930s and the war years of the 40s. Everyone breathed a sigh of relief. It was a time of new styles that broke with the past, like mid-century modern designs and many first inventions and discoveries. I'm not going to say, though, that nothing bad happened. On the political front, President Harry Truman ordered the building of the hydrogen bomb. The Korean War began, and Senator Joseph McCarthy began a witch hunt that would result in the blacklisting of many Americans as communists. I think we've got a much more serious situation now, and communist infiltration of the CIA disturbs me beyond words. South Africans were forced to carry identification cards that included their race. Internationally, the world saw the explosion of the Hungarian Revolution, and London suffered through the Great Smog of 1952, with deaths numbering in the thousands. Thousands of square miles were blanketed day after day. London was completely boxed in by a vast belt of fog, the worst for years. If it weren't for the smoke-laden fog outside, he'd be on his feet at this moment. As it is, in a week, he'll be dead. But the 50s were a year of change. And I mean big change. For starters, President Truman signed the peace treaty with Japan, officially ending World War II. And in 1954, in a landmark decision, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled segregation illegal. This monumental decision was one of the most important rulings handed down by the United States Supreme Court in the 20th century. The good news of 1955? Disneyland opened in Anaheim, and McDonald's was founded. In 1956, Elvis took over the entertainment scene on the Ed Sullivan Show. At the very first opportunity, Ed Sullivan will award these gold records to him personally, but now it's time to meet the singer I've been talking about, and so away to Hollywood to meet Elvis Presley. I don't want no other love, baby, still you are. 
1957 is most remembered for the launch of the Soviet satellite Sputnik, which began the space race and the space age. After that was the founding of NASA and the creation of the peace symbol, hula hoops, Lego. The 50s had their moments. Yes, they weren't perfect, and they have a spotted past that we try to hide or forget, which is wrong. But they did have days where stuff was all right. I mean, you can never be mad when you're playing with Lego. Uh, Fun fact... Madonna, Michael Jackson, Ice-T, and Prince were all born in the 50s. That doesn't make it seem like it was that long ago, right? You're right. Wow, that was a history class, but a lot more cool. I agree. Thanks for tuning in to the Time Machine edition of The Feed. Don't forget to tune in anytime this upcoming Tuesday to get an even better fix on all things 1950s for NR92's 50s Day. Uh, Hey, Courtney, how are we going to get back to 2018? Uh, I never quite figured that out. You don't happen to have Doc Brown's number handy, do you? Thank you for listening to The Feed. Miss something? Catch the rebroadcast Sunday nights at 7 or find us at nr92.com. You know I can be found Sitting home all alone If you can't come around At least please tell the phone Don't be cruel it's true Baby, you were made a man For something I might have said Please don't forget my past The future looks bright ahead Don't be cruel To who heart is true I don't want no other love Baby, it's just you I'm thinking of Stop the hanging of me Don't make me feel this way Come on over here and love me You know what I want you to say Don't be cruel To who heart is true Why should we be apart I really love you baby Cross my heart Let's walk up to the preacher And let's say I do Then you'll know you'll have me And I know that I'll have you Don't be cruel To who heart is true I don't want no other love Baby, it's just you I'm thinking of Don't be cruel To who heart is true Don't be cruel